Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out. It's holiday season, right? Merry Christmas. Pick up a gift card, outpostcoffeeco.com. All right. So on the podcast today, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. We just finished up Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving was fantastic. I ate great food, had great fellowship. It was a fantastic week. Uh, Loved it, loved it, loved it. But what I want to do is I want to just run over and just talk about this idea of Thanksgiving, because what we do oftentimes as Christians is we relegate um, the idea of Thanksgiving to a month or 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 a day. And God all over the scriptures tells us Jesus tells us all throughout the scriptures that that it, thankfulness is something that we should be on a regular basis, a daily basis, not not just a <clears throat> once a year or you know one day out of the year. It is God's will for us um, to actually be thankful. How, how many of you have ever thought to yourself, "Man, I'd love to know what the will of God is for my life." Well, First Thessalonians chapter five verse eighteen tells us. It says, "Give thanks in all circumstances." For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if you're a Christian and you're in Christ Jesus, you've repented of your sins, you've trusted the gospel, the will of God for your life is to be thankful, to give thanks in all circumstances. And sometimes I, I think we lose sight of this. We 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 get so wrapped up in our daily lives and, and our families, our jobs, our house payments, our kids' sports our spouses, that we tend to overcomplicate things. And, and Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus keeps it real simple. He he just, he doesn't do anything that's um, overcomplicated. It's, it's pretty straightforward and simple, but sometimes straightforward and simple things are some of the hardest things we could ever experience, right? Or, or, or actually do, right? So it reminds me a couple of years ago, I was standing in line at a subway. <clears throat> And I was standing in line at this subway and the lady in front of me, she um, got her food and she picks up her drink and she starts to go get her drink and, and um, comes back to the, to the person behind the counter and just loses her mind says, Hey, I need a straw. And the poor girl behind the counter, she goes, Oh man, we, we don't have, we don't have any straws. The truck didn't come in and, and we just, we don't have any straws. This woman loses her mind on this poor little employee and just says, how dare you not have this stuff? I can't believe this. Just bah, 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 bah. And I just looked over at her and I said, Hey ma'am, ma'am. Hey. And she, all of her, this, you know, just anger <laughs> turns towards me. She's like, what? And I said, Hey, listen, in the course of this interaction that we've had, did you know that there's been several children that have died because of lack of clean drinking water and you're complaining because you don't have a straw to drink your sweet tea. <laughs> and like you see how quickly that we can take for granted where God has put us and what we have. Like so many people lose their minds so quickly over things that they really shouldn't lose their minds over. Um in fact this is this is a verse that really helps me because here's the thing God's put everyone where they are for a purpose. Acts chapter 17, verse 26 says, and he made from one man, every nation of mankind to live on all of the, all, all of the face of the earth. 
having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling places. So I want you to see this. I want you to think about this. Where you live, wherever you're seeing this podcast, wherever you're hearing this podcast, God's got you there for a reason. I'm in Oklahoma. God has put you where you are for a specific reason, and he's allocated, he's set your time in place. Jesus put you where you are in the time frame of where you are for a reason. And you're made for such a time as this. And listen, I want you to hear this. You're not a waste of space. You're not a waste of time. Jesus put you here for a reason. And when you start to view your life through those lenses, man, I can tell you, um, it's going to give you some boldness. It's going to give you some, just some, some internal fortification. And, And on top of that, it gives you a sense of purpose and calling. That, that's the idea here. So in this season that you and I find ourselves in, I, I think what needs to happen more than ever is that we need to, to purpose in our hearts and our minds and our lives that we would live out in such a way that we would show off thanksgiving to the world around us, that we would exude the idea of being thankful. Because here's the thing, You and I, as Christians, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, have every reason in the world to be thankful. Like, think about it. Jesus has come and he's offered himself as the sacrificial lamb who died on Calvary's cross. He took your place on the cross. Listen, Caleb Gordon deserved to go on the cross. I deserve to die for the sins I've committed. He took your place. He took my place on the cross. Sin, death, and hell have no hold on a believer's life because of what Jesus has done on the cross, because he's what, what he's done on the cross on behalf of you. Like we should look like Clark Griswold's house at Christmas time, right? Like the whole town should know where we stand and what we, what we think about and what, and when it comes to our Christian faith, like it should not be any type of secret. The FBI shouldn't have to create a profile and say, is this person a Christian or not? Like they should know without a shadow of a doubt, oh, this guy loves Jesus. This gal loves Jesus. So here's what I want to do. I want to just in the couple minutes we have here, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14 through 16, like fantastic text. This is what I want us to look at. Starting in verse 14, it says this, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you in his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So I want us to look at this because Jesus was raised. Because here's the thing. When Jesus died on that cross, a lot of people died that day. In fact, there was two other guys that died next to him. And there were a lot of people that died, but there was only one who came back to life three days later. And his name is Jesus Christ. He is the God of the universe. So because Jesus was raised from the dead, you and I now have hope. Like Romans chapter five says, it, it's a hope that does not put us to shame. It does not disappoint. We have a bright and glorious future that cannot be taken away, cannot be taken away from us. Like it is, you're secure in Christ. It cannot be taken from you. And furthermore, the promise of of being taken into his presence in this text 
raised with us also with Jesus to bring us into his presence. So when Christ comes back, because Christ was raised from the dead, and when he comes back, we get to be now in his presence. We live in the light of knowing and understanding that Jesus has conquered sin, self, the grave, hell. Like he, I heard it this, this last week in a great um, terminology. Jesus ransacked hell. He ransacked hell, destroyed death, took the keys to death. Like, wow. All these things have been eradicated because of Christ's work on the cross. And he's coming back for us who have repented and trusted in the good news, the gospel. And then he's, he's going to raise us with him. That should change you and I's attitude. Our perspectives should change. When, when the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is spoken about, thanksgiving is a natural state that it should occur in our hearts and our lives. Why? Because when you and I come to understand how far you and I are from God, how far we were from God, and the great lengths to which Jesus went to buy us back, that should be an incredible helpful tool to step in here to say, hey, you have every reason to be grateful. You have every reason to be thankful because Christ redeemed you, reconciled you, and bought you back from the pits of despair and hell. Uh, Psalms chapter 103, verses one through four says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits who forgives all of our iniquities, who heals our diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Like, read the text. He forgave all of your iniquities. He healed you from your diseases and then redeems your life from the pit. Whoa. I mean, come on. After reading that, you still don't have a grateful attitude? You, you want to complain? You want to gripe? I'm going to say it. I think you need to repent of your sins and, be, and probably be saved. If you as a Christian can just be overwhelmingly cranky all the time, I'm telling you, there's something going on there that's that's deeper. Go back to Corinthians. Look at verse 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. How are we being renewed day by day? By having God's word penetrate our hearts, our minds, and our lives until we're transformed into his image. God's word is what molds us, shapes us, and sharpens us into what we're called to be. That's the reason I... I this is the reason if you're a Christian and you're not opening this book and you're not studying the text on a regular basis... Like, what are you doing? Why? If all, if all of the Bible you get is on a Sunday morning, you ain't getting much. Don't, don't let this present world drag you down. Don't let this present world pull you into the pits of despair. We have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to look forward to. Like, I, I want you to think about this. If you're a Christian, this is the worst it's going to get period. This life, this life is the hardest, 
most difficult thing you're going to experience. Once you leave this planet, when you die or the Lord returns, one of the two, everything is going to be so much better. Everything changes. Everything shifts. Now, on the other side of that, if you're not a Christian, if you've not repented of your sins and you've not trusted in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is the best. This life is the best it's going to be because after you die, everything else gets horrible. Why? Because you're going to experience an, you're going to experience an eternity of God's wrath and justice. If you're a Christian, you will experience an eternity of God's grace, mercy, and love. And for those who have not trusted in Christ, you will experience his wrath and justice for all eternity. So what's the call here? Repent of your sins. Mark chapter 1, verse 15. Repent of your sins and trust the gospel. That's what we should be doing, right? Amen? So, don't, so dear believers, Christians, don't let this world drag you down. Don't, don't let the world pull you into the pit of despair because you have so much to look forward to and to be thankful for. And listen, I know the world's dark. I know that the news is disparaging. I know that things look horrible. But listen, the sun is on his way. The S-O-N, not the S-U-N. I mean, it's it's out too, but you know. So I want to go back to this. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who are in Christ Jesus. I firmly believe that this season should be every Christian's season. This is Thanksgiving is a Christian holiday. Everybody talks about keep Christ in Christmas and you know, all these other things. Thanksgiving is a genuine thanks or is a genuine Christian holiday. And I firmly believe that everyone who claims the name of Christ, this should be your favorite season of the year. Like, listen, in the next part of this season is Christmas. Scrap the lights, scrap the turkey, scrap the trees, scrap the presents, all that stuff. We have Jesus. And Jesus is, it's a cliche thing. Jesus is the reason for the season. I know that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. We have so much to look forward to. We have been forgiven of so much. So therefore, we have so much to give thanks for. Because of what, a, what, what Christ has done on our behalf, what a glorious day this is. That Jesus has stepped in at just the right time and saved us from our sins. You and I have everything to be thankful for. So I know that Thanksgiving was last Thursday, but I want us to, to move in a position that says we as Christians are thankful all the time, not just one time a year. We walk in such a way that the world looks at us and says, man, there's something different about him. There's something different about her. What is that? It's that Christ radiates from inside of us. It's that Christ is the, is the finishing perfect work in us who's made us who we are. So go back to Acts chapter 17. You are where you are for just such a time as this. God's put you on this planet for such a time as this. Walk in that. He made from one man every nation of mankind to live on the earth, all over the face of the earth. And he's determined your allotted periods and your boundaries. That should give you boldness that says, okay, God's put me here for this certain amount of time. I'm going to run hard in what Christ has for me to do. And I'm going to find out where, what he has me to do by reading the book. I'm going to be a man or a woman of the book. 
and long to know more about him. You want to know more about Jesus? You want to be closer to Jesus? You want to hear from Jesus? You got to read his word. And when you do that, I'm going to tell you, everything's going to be different. Everything's going to shift. Everything's going to completely look different. Why? Because Jesus has done what he needs to do through his word. And we, we renew our minds, Romans chapter 12, by studying this. We have so much to look forward to because of what Jesus has done on our behalf. Well, I just wanted to say that real quick. This has just been a test of the new video here. Excited that you're watching this um, this podcast. Um, you can check out more about what I'm doing at calebgordon.org. That's my podcast website. That's my website where you can read articles, um, hear sermons, more podcasts. Um, we're going to start putting more video content content out um, starting now through uh, till, till Jesus comes or I die, one of the two. <laughs> so thank you so much for um, being a part of the podcast. Love you all so much. Uh, I just pray that um, God would bless you and keep you and that you would... Um, you'd pursue him more than ever. Love you all.